Last week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Now there are four chains dangling, and the castle has moved from its position, just hanging directly over that one last chain. There's only one chain to go, and we're still in initiative order. (laughs) Racing against the clock. What are we doing, Sheriff? What's the plan? Up. We're going up. Taking the fight to them. Get ready. Yes! Meanwhile, he's terrified. The heroes leapt across the caldera. Instantly appear on the caldera floor. With the colossal monster on their tail. Moving in the direction of that final chain, presumably, you see the ash giants sitting astride the colossal black scorpion. Something even worse lay ahead. Cresting a hill to the east, you hear... Another colossal black scorpion comes up over the hill, and this one looks like it's covered in a bunch of smaller moving black scorpions. It's a mama. It's covered in its babies, and it's about to get you. Oh, my God. The adventure continues now. going to throw up. I'm going to throw up and I'm not even playing. I told you those yellow Russians were a bad idea, Troy. <laughs> and you didn't <laughs> listen to me. I know. It's it's already Valentine's Day, but I can't stop. <laughs> well, when you buy... Nog I, keeps for three months in the fridge, right? <laughs> when you buy it in bulk from Costco, it's hard to say no. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I can't tell you I guess I, can, I I don't know what I can tell you. I, I've been prepping this pretty much nonstop, um, but it's a very, very difficult book. And, and one of the major difficulties is it, especially early on, but spoiler alert, this is going to continue throughout the end of this adventure. It is so open-ended and so based on your actions. And so it's it makes it infinitely harder to prep. And it's so, well, you could say, well, that's Mineral Halls Valley. That's a uh, fucking uh, Red Lake Fort. So uh, I get it. But here it's just the stakes are so much higher. The rules are a lot more complex. And uh, last week, uh, you ha- I laid out a lot of options in front of you. And uh, certain things went certain ways. And now we're here. And even today, I've tried my best to prepare for what I think could happen, and I, I feel sick because I feel like I, I'm going to have to just stop this recording four or five times to be like, oh, okay, that's what you want to do? All right, give me 45 minutes so I can get that ready. Uh, this is insane. It's insanity. But it's nothing compared to what you guys are going through. And that's why I said, let's start recording because you're sitting here and you guys are going back and forth like, oh, we could do this, we could do this. I'm like, we should be recording this. I think this conversation uh, is is very, very interesting. Now, you've already been talking about it, but kind of fill us in a little bit on what you were chatting about and where you're at. All right. First of all, you need to calm down. I can't calm down. <laughs> you need to relax. How? This is This is big. I didn't think it was that big, and now you've got me nervous. Yeah, you freaked us all out. <laughs> yeah, because, that's the thing. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Skin. Well, no, he's saying, like, oh, now, oh, you did that? Well, now I have to prepare for 45 minutes. It's like, well, how, did we fuck something up? Like, if we had done something a little better, which is like, okay, now you, you can just ease on in to this book six. No, stuff. you did great. You did great. You didn't do anything bad. Uh, this is what I don't understand. Like, from the time we got here, you have been head in book. <laughs> 
just like thinking of all the different options that are like from here. Right. And, and this is what you keep saying. And we're just talking and talking. And from my chair, I'm like, there's no option. Like we are like absolute certain death is descending upon us and we have to run away. And like, that's kind of the plan right now. And you're like, okay, okay. Uh, just give me a second. Twice, by the way, a little behind the scenes, we've started recording this episode. Not, not, a, not, a, not a word was uttered of actual content, but we've hit record, and we sat in silence looking at Troy, and he just knocks his mic away and says, there's something I have to look up. There's something I have to look up. There's something I have to think about. I need a hot second. Right. And so I, now I'm thinking, we did something wrong. And then you say, like, no, no, you didn't do anything wrong. And I'm like, he's full of shit. I feel like I know what it would be like to be one of Scarface's foot soldiers right before he went down in flames. Like, he's just in a coat. Psychosis. <laughs> yeah, I, like if you go back and listen, like wait do you see how fast you just did that open? <laughs> like it was really fast. Yeah, your yeah. rate of talking was so high. Uh, I know, right. and I should slow it down because I would love if we just talked this episode. <laughs> and I left knowing exactly what you wanted to do. I'm like, great, I can just plan that. That is by uh, far the listener's favorite when we they just chat the whole that. app and don't yeah. really play much much Pathfinder. God. Uh, but this is part of playing. I mean, how many sessions? Don't think. Go back to our Jade Region sessions. We'd play four or five hours. Sometimes we wouldn't roll a die until two hours in mm-hmm. because we're just talking, you know, talking, catching up, yeah, yeah, planning, talking about what's where are we at, role playing, role playing. <laughs> Not to mention that, like, I telling Drew to, to put down the Jameson. <laughs> Drew, you really shouldn't start this early. You really shouldn't start this early. It's a boss fight. I I tend to think of these things like if you're an initiative, there's only so much talking you can do about next steps, like as characters, because it's like the moments are ticking by and and I'll push you. Here it's kind of like I can totally see just letting the players talk for a long amount of time about what their what their priorities are at this point for like what they want to do before the end of their lives. Mm-hmm. Cause this is kind of what you're getting to. It's not the decision of like, Oh, you know, do we open this door or do we, do we go to this other door? What, you know what I mean? This is like big time decisions. And so I think it's fun to talk it out. And we've been talking for over 45 minutes <laughs> yeah. about yeah, there was some uh, just, good stuff in there. Yeah. Just what our options are. I think you can better talk about those options. If I show you the map. And then, then I want to talk this out. I don't, this, this is the banter today. We're, we're going to get right into tactics and uh, possibilities because I'm sick to my stomach and I just I want this episode to be over with. Um, <laughs> and we're only five minutes in and I just can't wait to be over with this. But I, and, and I say that knowing this has the potential to be a phenomenal app. It just makes me, makes me incredibly nervous uh, for a number of reasons that may or may not be revealed by the end of the show. So let's go to the map. And now keep in mind on this map, uh, well, I'll show you and then I'll explain what I'm saying because there's a lot going on here. But let's get your raw reaction to what you're about to see. Oh, my God. Oh, my. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, my, my God. God. Oh, you could fit too? You could fit our entire party on one link of the chain. <laughs> also, Look at it. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Not to mention all you could eat at Black Lobster. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. So, oh, and there are two uh, hill giants behind the scorpions. Uh, those are ash giants. Those are okay. the same giants that you fought uh, on top of Old Smokey. Now, oh, let me explain great. something here. There is a colossal uh, black scorpion 
Then there are six larger black scorpions uh, that are the babies. Larger? <laughs> I mean, large, six, no, they're not large. Six large. Colossal in, in, plus. In Pathfinder, <laughs> in Pathfinder terms, they're large. And, and the only reason I don't have them, I have them spread out. Right now, they're crawling all over the scorpion's uh, body. Yeah. Along with hundreds of other smaller ones all of its babies are like writhing on it so Swarm. the only reason i put them off to the side of her right now is because they're all gonna get individual moves on their round mm. and i don't feel like uh you know what i'll just i'll just put her on her just to make it even grosser there there's uh, so know, that's so disgusting really so when she gross. moves they're all gonna oh god it really uh, made it worse uh, uh, really uh, made it worse. there is no god <laughs> and then yes as matthew pointed out there are also two ash giants they are much further uh behind much farther behind they are uh, from this colossal creature they're another 60 70 feet away uh trying to keep pace you would assume they've probably come from that other cave that was to the south of the of the when you guys entered the caldera through that mouth uh, metro you did your flyover you saw blah 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 and another cave opening to the south you think they must have been coming from there so that's probably the dad with the four giants riding it huh. and this is mama bear can i just say how close these giants are to being evil steve Irwin? They, they're just so good at animal husbandry they had a rookery for dragons they've yep. been breeding giant black colossal <laughs> black scorpions they're covered in warts and and pustules uh, I don't understand uh, this place at all, but oh, oh God, man, yeah, these scorpions are gross and just huge. This is a colossal creature, uh, the big one, and uh, it's mad and it's coming right after you. The ones that were uh, that cut the chain to the north, uh, they're still a bit bit away. And where you're staying in uh, initiative order here for the time being, you don't necessarily have to worry about them right now. You're 40 feet away from this chain, uh, which, yeah, as, as Joe said, is, it's a big, thick chain, uh, very climbable, lots of options. The bottom of the cloud above you is, uh, it's what, 200 feet above the caldera floor, and then you have no idea how far it is from there to the actual uh, base of the castle. Just, just talk to me. Talk to me about what you want to do. I can, that's why I gave you this devil's bargain at the end. It wasn't the right use of the term, but the, the point was you said you wanted to draw the broom, and I'm like, well, you might not want to do that because before we get into round 18, this scorpion crests over the hill covered with the, its, little, uh, its little scorpions, meaning it will act in round 18. So I wanted to give you a chance to, to take that back. Um, when I realized it was time for a cliffy, I said, ooh, let's bring back time. And pop a little scorpion up in your business. So, Baron, you don't have to act. I still want you guys to talk, but it, it will be your turn, and you do not have to uh, pull the broom out if you don't want to. But just tell me what's running through your head. What is your goal here? The goal, the goal is to get uh, up into this castle without being attacked by these things, without potentially being grappled and eaten alive or being, uh, you know, uh, pasted to the floor and allowing the children to run through the sockets of our skull and eat our, our marrow out of our bones. Is it possible? I, ideally. Um, Not to put too fine a point on it. (laughs) And we've had a couple options. We've talked about uh, different variations of Metra being able to cast fly on people, someone climbing, someone flying, getting rid of the broom, perhaps even dimension dooring away from them, casting fly there, buying us some time that way, uh, if there's any left. Uh, But a new idea just popped into my head as you were talking. Uh Oh, Uh -oh. what? We're talking about. Hold on a second. Can I clarify the situation? (laughs) 
Did you just say it's Baron's turn and then their turn? No, no. Just Baron's turn. They will. Then act it's a new round. Ra- no, it's Baron's turn at the top of round eighteen. Okay, but they sometime in this round. Sometime in this round. Yeah, which okay. is the biggest variable. So, yes. so just before you speak, Grant, whatever you do, but what we one of the big things we were talking about is is Metra going before these creatures? Yeah, that's yeah. the thing we don't mm-hmm. know the variable. And we are where we stayed in initiative order here. What I'm saying is at the end of round seventeen, I am cinematically introducing them into the scenario where they will act in this round. Depends on their initiative, which has been rolled. And you're saying that we were unable to tell where they were in the initiative order because they crested over the top of a hill. Crested over a little hill. Okay, so there's a little bit of the unknown there. Yeah. So because there's a bit of the the unknown there, and about 80 feet away from us right now, Baron is thinking about using two grit points. One in order to shoot outside of his first range increment against touch AC. The second in order to use a full round action to target the head of the creature in order to make it confused for a round. Ooh, a which hit. is a D1 Hondo. D1 roll. Hondo. It's a game of chance, but it's more chance than we had before. Might be all the time you need. The other part of me is thinking about holding, waiting until Metra can act, casting on us, but then again, the Scorpion might be on us at that point. Uh, I think the, ba- the problem with that is you still got the babies. And the babies are large creatures and could almost certainly grapple you as much as the mama could. Yeah, but do they move as fast as the mama? Do they have the same movement speed? Uh, They're on her, so they come with her. And Troy said they all get to act this round. They all get separate turns. Also, um, if the creature crested and then we haven't gone, I mean, that's an action. That's that's a turn. It crested in round 17. Now it's round 18. Right, but it crested at the end of the round. So, like, theoretically, Metra shouldn't have had an action, not seen them then seen them, and have them go again right. before she gets to go. Right, right, right. So I feel like everybody should get an action before they go, because we didn't see them before. That's fair. Um, that makes sense That's to me. one argument. That's fair. Yeah, I, you know, I, that was, and that was just me waiting till the end of the round to say that, but that's fair, because that could have uh, greatly affected what Metro would have done had she s- seen it. Correct. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right now, I think the the two plans are to for Metro to use her um, swift meta magic rod wand. What is it? You your quick and meta magic rod. There you go, not a magic user. Uh, not swift my, rod. <laughs> the swift rod, right? Um, and cast fly on Nestor and Baron. Yes, and, and then Dalgrith, who is uh, nothing if not the. Sylvester Stallone starring in Cliffhanger of this group uh, will kind of climb up on his own and we will swoop back down to assist him uh, more swiftly uh, in in subsequent rounds. That is the plan. Or dimension doors away if you have any left cast fly on all of us and we all leave at kind of the same time. Yeah, that's I mean, if if I'm going to get to go before the scorpion. Which, which it sounds like you are. It sounds like I am. I think I would lean towards just doing fly and getting us out and like launching us. Every, if Dogrith feels confident that he can, you, you have the move speed to do what you were, you were saying, Joe. Now that we take the Metra, I'll lure them away. <laughs> oh, God. I got this. Don't forget, he will climb a lot slower than you will fly. Yeah. And and remember, uh, I always forget that Dogrith has those sweet boots, uh, boots of haste. Correct. So. Click those little heels and look at them return back to uh, Kansas. So that's how it works, I think. <laughs> yep. Yep. Do you want to jump in and play this? Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I'm fine with it. I'm fine. I've I've made my peace with this this idea. Let's do it. Let's try it. I hate it. I hate it. All right. Fourteen minutes in. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he really wanted it to go for a solid 30. Oh, I thought we'd get 30 out of that. How's everybody's uh, month going? <laughs> now we'll do the banter. Everybody good? Everybody having a good time? Yep. An exciting Valentine's Day plan? How was your Groundhog Day? Um, okay. Round 18. Also, I had a good birthday, by the way. Oh, oh happy birthday. It was so I know. Funny. We're recording this in the past, Grant. Honestly, everyone knows. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, when you said it, when you were like, and my birthday is often overshadowed. I was like, please, nobody say happy birthday. Please, nobody say happy birthday. And nobody did. And then everybody forgot. And I was like, perfect. Well, and then <laughs> overshadows you again. The, the overshadowed part is perfect with Groundhog's Day because he sees a shadow or not. So Yeah. yeah. I did text Nolan Ryan, though, to wish him a happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> it really upsets me. <laughs> It upsets me that you have a closer friendship with MLB Hall of Famer, <laughs> Nolan Ryan, than you do with your business partner, Grant Burton. <laughs> Another year around the sun, Nolan. Love, Troy. <laughs> Another no-hitter of a year. <laughs> I just don't like it when people in general conversation like sneak in that it's their birthday so that you say happy birthday to them so that you have to. And you're like, can you eat Wednesday? Like, no. well, it's the day after my birthday, so sure. <laughs> it's like that episode of The Office where Michael calls Jan. He's like, hey, uh, Michael, uh, you call? Yeah, I just wanted to wish you a happy birthday. <laughs> it's not my birthday. Oh, I thought we shared the same birthday. Long <laughs> <laughs> pause. Happy birthday, Michael. <laughs> oh, thanks. No, it's just so smart. I, That's really funny. I just had my my like uh, my that. hand forced in a Michael Scott esque way because it's been six years of my birthday being ignored. <laughs> you should have been born on February 29th. My um, my my grandfather was born on February 29th. We got a buddy, old softball buddy, Marcus Potter. Yep. On, uh, old Marcus. Yeah. Is Marcus? Seven years old officially. That's what they do. Those leave your people like today's my eighth birthday. Bring out the trucks. Did you know that we introduced? <laughs> they're talking about introducing a leap second because 2020, based off of ocean currents and other things that affect how fast the Earth spins, was one of the fastest years ever by about a second. So a whole second—that's a lot. Yeah. Wow. So at some point, uh, oh, I think that's also like a—it uh, uh, happens over time, and they introduce it, but it's being introduced more quickly because of how fast twenty yeah. was. Yeah. I just love that shit. Just read read up on that sometime. It is fascinating the leap year stuff and like how long it t- like. There's a leap day, or I'm sorry, there's um more than a leap day at some point that you have to do like every four hundred years or yeah. something. You have to do like you have to set back like three days the calendar, and then it'll. Be reset again it's wild all right 17 minutes <laughs> we, we tried troy we tried i think if i add the theme song in maybe i'll let the theme song play a little longer up top i'll try to do, do a long tease, tease. Yeah, yeah give me a long tease yeah. for this one <laughs> all right we just filibuster we just filibuster for last a- week on the glass cannon podcast and it's just like a 15 minute chunk of the episode <laughs> we start with the uh the uh, tug of war now. <laughs> That's a real long tease for 264. <laughs> Something uh, really uh, big must happen in this. <laughs> oh, this is epic. Got your branders in this one. Uh, all right, round 18, Baron, what do you do? Baron will hold to allow Metra to act before him, hopefully prior to Scorpion Mama 
from ruining my day. Oh, no. Baron Delays, Nestor. Nestor. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, Nestor's going to delay, too. Nestor will also delay. He had that itchy finger to grab his yeah, bow. Yeah, he was like, about to like thing. reach and like grab a couple oh. of arrows out of his quiver, but he, and Metro's like, hold! Yeah. <laughs> it's such a nice, clean shot for Nestor. He could do so much damage with a full round attack. I know. But he's going to delay as well. It's also like in an actual animated fantasy piece would be the type of enemy that the sure shot archer would hit right in the eye and pierce the brain of in like one perfect shot after it killed like so many barbarians I know I was it. thinking I was just going to go full Legolas on That's this thing I was thinking <laughs> maybe it doesn't have a lot of hit points yeah right <laughs> maybe it didn't get a full night's rest <laughs> maybe it just got out of a battle with an adventuring party <laughs> over, over the hill <laughs> <laughs> Nestor also delays it is Metra's Ooh. turn Take the Metra. Go. I'll be on the chain. Fight me there. All right. Uh, So standard action, cast fly on Baron. Quick and metamagic rod. Swift action, cast fly on Nestor. And then Metra will take up 60 feet straight up into the air. Follow me. 60 feet straight up. I think actually, if by the text of the spell, you... You dis- you ascend at half speed, so you can fly overland sixty feet, but you ascend at half of that. You can uh, if you ascend, you can ascend at half speed and descend at double speed. Yeah. All right. So I'll go at an angle. Oh. I won't go straight up in the air. Okay. I'm glad the Slayer read the text of the spell. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I got your idea. You I, never, of a I never usually have to go straight up. Usually, there's a ceiling. There's, this is true. Now there's endless expanse. You're in the sky. Uh, all right, so you go 30 feet up. No, I go 60 oh, go feet, but I'll go at an angle. 60 oh, feet. An angle away from the scorpion. Away from the scorpion. <laughs> Directly <laughs> over the scorpion. Uh, okay. Do Baron, Toward the chain. Toward the chain. Toward the chain. Okay, do Baron and or Nestor act? Yes. Uh, okay. Baron will go ahead and double move, thereby going, I guess, I mean, 45 feet towards the chain then? I'm, Are you wearing medium or heavy armor? I am wearing uh, mithril chainmail. I believe mithril takes the chainmail down to light. Correct? I it? don't think that does that. Heavy armors are treated as medium, and medium armors oh. are treated as light. Oh, so it was even better than I thought. So school is in session, Joseph. <laughs> so you have wow. a, you have a fly speed of sixty feet, right? So and double moving, uh, hundred twenty feet. Yeah. Well, I, I still want to be close to y'all. Um, so I'll fly to where you are, basically, and then go an additional 30 feet up. Let's say for shits and giggles that the chain, at the base of the chain, we start to move into three dimensions. So go ahead, Metro and Baron, put yourselves where you actually are. Okay. I'm gonna so have, if I move 60 well, I'll feet give you up, some, you know. I, I got to do my, my Pythagoras. Yeah, this is annoying. But just <laughs> give, give you a sense of where you are in terms of the rest so of the So I'm floating 30 feet above where I currently am situated on the map, which is on about the second link of chain. Okay. Um, and Metro? And I'm going to go uh, I think about there. I got to do my Pythagoras. Okay. One second. Great. Um, and now Nestor, do you want to go? Yeah, he's going to double move and stay with the group. Okay. So you stay right up near where... Uh, where Baron is. Uh, yeah. Baron, okay. I think you I moved Mester instead. I apologize. That's right. Leave uh, him there and then you get over there because <laughs> he wants to be yep. with you anyways. Uh, okay. 
Uh, Dogwraith will act. How do you know it's Dogwraith's turn? It is Dogwraith's turn. Is he delayed? Yeah. <laughs> but it's his turn anyway. Uh, Dogwraith is going to click his heels uh, and get a bit of haste. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> How much haste do you have left for the day? Uh, I've only used, this is my third round of ten. Um, oh, because okay. I, yeah, I turned it off when we were doing all that running because it's like I knew it wasn't necessary. Uh, all right, so oh boy, okay, so Dalgrith is going to run for the chain, and that is forty feet, which is one move action. Okay, and then he will use another action to climb the chain. And you just see him grab onto it, superhero style. He's just like, (laughs) just like uh, freakish gymnast. uh, And he goes 20 feet up the chain. Okay. Uh, What is your climb bonus? Um, Assuming it's very good. I'm just trying to see if you even need to roll for it. But these are climb checks. I have a climb speed. You have a climb speed. Yeah, of 20 feet. Beautiful. All right, so you just move up 20 feet. No as long roll. as it's a vertical surface, I can climb 20 feet. Yeah. Uh, or I have a speed, climb speed of 20 feet. Is that, is that affected by the haste? Uh, I was going to reread haste. I, I think that it's all forms of speed, so I think it would yeah. be. But yeah. uh, I'm going to double check it. Sometimes, uh, I can't remember when I read it before, it said something about... Um, I don't think it says land speed. I think it's all forms of speed, so... Like if you were a burrowing creature and you had haste cast on you, I think it also doubles your your burrowing, your burrowing speed. I yeah. think, but I gotta, I'll look it up. I got to say, this music you've chosen, Joseph, has made me very nervous. Well, I just did it. I'm going to do it up until their round. Now, once they act, I feel like we're going to snap out of it. But this was all just like this moment of like, it, this is the moment where we decide. It's perfect. What's going to happen? Okay, Mama Scorpion's turn. Oh, <laughs> oh no! I came in hot. Mama Scorpion music. She is going to double move towards you. <laughs> no. I just realized why, he, why he's been so why he's been so nervous. Why? Because they fly. Because they can climb the chain. Oh, the babies! Oh no! Well, uh, you know, we just have to last a round or two. She double moves. At that point, the baby scorpions start coming off of her and crowding around the base of the chain. You're 20 feet up? Yeah. Okay. One of them starts climbing the chain. Oh, God. And gets off an attack. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, this is it, man. That was- Looks like only one of them is going to get up there. Oh, that's, attack. that's lucky. But will it grab if it succeeds the attack? Is your AC lowered while climbing? Uh, no. Okay. Not for me. So imagine this just like... One of them crawls off the body, and you see she's covered in small Ugh. little scorpions. All It looks like she's her whole body is uh, moving like liquid all over. It's just larvae and small scorpions. Uh, but these six are ready to fight. Goes to claw you. 37. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's a hit. Okay. <laughs> Let's just talk about the damage. Not oh, a 1 and a 2 on 2d8. That is going to be 16 points of damage. Fortitude save? chance to grab. Uh, no, the stinger would have oh. been the, the poison. Okay. Free chance to grab. Oh, it's going to grab you. The grab is the worst part. 
No, the constrict will be the worst part. Oh, no. Okay. 41, oh, no, 45. Oh, that's ludicrous. <laughs> and it's. Do you dual. know what my CMD is? What is it? 36. <laughs> so even if you build a character specifically designed to not be grappled, it doesn't matter. Oh, wait, you know what? I'm sorry. That was the mama. I, I didn't use the uh, the babies. All right, so it wasn't that damage. Let me give you the damage again. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. I used That was the mama's damage. It's only 10 points of damage. And I took 16, right? Yeah. 10 points of damage, and she does, and it does not grab you. Oh, nice. Yeah. Over! Come on, Delgy! That's an hoof! The mama has a plus 39 to CMB. <laughs> Ooh. Oh and then toss in a plus 4 bonus for the, having the grab ability. It's a 44. Uh, oh, excuse me, a 43 flat when uh, it succeeds on a claw attack. This <laughs> one does not grab you, does not constrict you. <laughs> it does uh, hit you. Let's go to round 19 real quick. It is Metra's turn. Uh, Metra's going to delay. Metra will delay. Baron. Keep going. Uh, just to clarify on the map, because I'm thinking maybe a roll 20 thing. This baby scorpion did this attack and attempted to grapple Dalgrith from a distance? Because right now it's quite a ways away from Don't, me on the map. It, it's not going to be able to get at you. It's only going to be able to get at Dalgrith right now. Right, I understand. I'm just trying to figure out the distance between them right now, because right now I see about 30 feet of distance between them. Use the map more as a guide and think more Got theater it. of the mind. Okay. There's one at the base and the other are going to... There's, there's a chance that like maybe one or two more could climb up because of the size so of the So I'm chain. probably hovering about 30 feet away from that one that just attacked uh, Dalgris. So uh, before moving, Baron is going to fire one shot off from Dawn Strike into the Scorpion to try to... The mama? Change its mind. Or the one that went after... The uh, one that went after Dalgris. Okay. Try to dissuade it. Let's see what happens. Natural two misfire. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, no! Uh, all right, that wasn't a fumble, so I didn't have to re-roll. But that is a misfire. Uh, you take a chance. So uh, Baron is going to go ahead and move uh, 60 feet ahead away from this. So. Okay, so don't forget, if you want to stay with the chain, you need to move 30 feet. If you want to move at an angle now away from the chain, you can do 60 feet. Do you know what I mean? You'll have to go in like a zigzag pattern. If you want to go straight up and stay close to the chain, you have to move at half speed. At a 45-degree angle? You're 45-degree angle, right? you can do 60. Straight up, you can do 30. Right oh, because the str- chain is going straight up chain rather straight than 40. Up, yeah. Okay, I got it. I'm looking at how it is diagonal on the map. Yeah, it's, it's 45. Sorry okay, about that. I, I, the map, think of the map really just as a guide right now and just follow my words. Okay, so where I was was 30 feet above the chain because mm-hmm. I flew to it, so now I am 90 feet in the air. 90 feet in the air away from I'm, the chain. I'm sorry, I'm descending straight up, so 60 feet. In ascending the, straight up, yes. yes you're 60 up. feet up, yes. Got it. All right, so you went another 30 feet up after misfiring. It is Nestor's turn. Nestor is, he's going to ascend straight up, so 30 more feet. So he's, I think he's like 60 feet in the air now. Yeah, pretty much like on the other side of the chain from Baron. And he's going to move f- 10 feet away from the chain. Okay. Uh, as he does that, and he is going to take one shot at the baby scorpion menacing Delgrave. Okay. Uh, that's a natty 18, so that should be a hit. That is a hit. Beautiful. All right, and... Uh, 
Oh, oh, fiddlesticks. Uh, that is 18 points of damage. 18 points of damage. It wails out with a screech as you sink an arrow right into its chitinous back. It is Dalgut's turn. So, um, would a climb check of 38 succeed on the chain? Yes. Okay, so I, when you take damage, every time you take damage, you have to make a climb check against the um, DC of the climb. Or you fall. Or you fall. <sighs> and, uh, but my, well, if you have a climb speed, it says you can also, from what I can see here, you can also take 10 for any climb check, even if you're hurried uh, or rushed. And your take 10 is 38. And my take 10 is 38. Okay. So should be okay, right? Right now, yeah. So I think we're all right there. And then um, uh, I'm going to um, uh, move. <laughs> Jeez, you know what? I'm just going to go. I don't know if I want to go. So I think I can go 80 feet up the chain in a round. Uh, but I don't know if I want to go that high just because of uh, my allies and stuff like that. But mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and go 60 feet up the chain. 60 feet up the chain means that you're probably out of the range of this scorpion. Uh, it would have to, you know, because it doesn't have a, well, does it have a climb speed? Well, anyways, it can't, it's not, probably not going to be able to get you to attack. It's just going to get closer to you, and then you get to decide how far Well, it would provoke, right, if it's just sitting right next to me. Yeah, it has 10 feet of reach. Um. Okay, then I'll do acrobatics to avoid the AOO, and I'll move at half speed. Okay, so 40 feet up if you succeed on the acrobatics. If you fail, you'll stay right there. Okay, let's do it. Oh, by the way, I wanted to thank uh, listener Chris from Tacoma, Washington, over at Critter Miss, which I like this name, Critter Miss Tabletop Gaming Accessories. Handmade us all these really nice dice rolls. They're really towers. cool. We've been using them. Yeah, cool. sorry I didn't shout it out earlier, but yeah. thank, thank you. you so much. Uh, mine is a distribution Android X19 recharging battery. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah. clever. Uh, all right, here we go. To avoid the AOO, uh, that is going to be a 37. You avoid the AOO. Beautiful. Ooh, and then I will move 40 feet up the chain. 40 oh. feet up the chain, which means now, <laughs> now it can move and attack you in the same round, but the other ones... I'm going to act now. Oh! Okay, so Metra is going to ascend 30 feet straight up in the air. Okay. Uh, and then I need the scorpion that's on the chain to please roll. <laughs> yeah! A will save. A will, a will save. save. What? It is not a willful scorpion. <laughs> Thirteen. Oh. That's a fail. Yes. And you have been held, monster. Oh, oh yes, oh, monster! Oh, nice. That's awesome. So nice. Just, and freezes in place on the bottom of the chain. And just double check that they're not immune to mind affecting. Is it a mind affecting a hold, per, a hold monster? It is mind affecting. They are immune to mind I effect. thought they oh, might be because centipedes are. Yeah. Ooh, thank so, you, Joe. They don't have I'm so excited. What's that? I, they don't have minds? It's insects. I think insects, insects are immune, are to, mind immune to mind affecting. Uh, it's like a vermin trait, maybe? I think it's like because they're like hive-minded, I think. But I don't know. Well, that was very cool, though. I mean, I didn't even notice man. it. Dude. I was just going to let it right go, here but I felt like we get a lot of hate. There are only certain insects you, that are hive minded. Yeah, I like I like the so. trait in general as like a pet. Yeah. I'm sorry, Matthew. Yeah, that sucks. 
couple things are going to happen right now. How far are you up there, Dalgrith? I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't be able to take your turnover. I'm saying Metro, I think, would know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, but you... No, Metro wouldn't know that oh. before she cast it. Okay. Without a knowledge check. I mean, of the well, entire creature subtext. If all you know, insects are immune to mind affecting. I don't think this is a special trait of this particular creature is what I'm saying, but I see. I also see what you're saying. It well, doesn't say vermin traits. It just says immune to mind affecting effects, which is something you would only learn through a knowledge check. All right, fair enough. But um, it, this wouldn't be a vermin. It's a large creature. It's a large vermin. Oh. It's a large ver- right. Disgustingly large vermin. How high up are you on the chain, Dalgrith? From the ground... I am 60 feet up. 60 feet up. Two more of the babies climb up the chain. It looks like, at least at this point, that's all that they can get around the chain. The others are at the base and starting to climb up. But two more climb up. They can only move at half speed or quarter speed. But they're going to double move. And they're going to move half speed, which is 25 feet. So they both get 25 feet up. The one that was near you is able to move half speed and get to you and take another attack. That's not true. If a full move is 25 feet, I'm 40 feet away from that. that. With 10 feet reach, it was already... Uh, you were 10 feet up before? I was 20, 20 feet, feet up. 20 feet up. It, went, it was 10 feet up. So now it moves 35 feet up. Are you within... So that puts me 15 feet away from it. Because I'm at 60 oh, feet. Oh, oh, it's oh. at 45. Oh, I thought you were oh. at 40. Okay, so it just... I moved 40 this round. Right. I see, I see. Right. All right, so it scampers up. A, a claw goes out. And he and lifts his boot like, ah, just yeah. in time. Snap, snap, snap. <laughs> at that moment... No! <laughs> I don't even want to know. You hear a sound from above. It's the alarm for flying creatures. It sounds like a huge engine or something, mechanical or steam-powered or who knows what, starting up, and all of a sudden, the chain goes taut. What? And you look down at the bottom of the chain, and it's starting to rip out of the ground. (laughs) Oh my my god. God. The castle is taking (laughs) off. Oh, no. Run an express elevator to hell. It's going, going down. Going down. Oh, no. <laughs> it is the top of round 20. <laughs> and it is Baron's turn. Holy <laughs> moly. <laughs> Bay 12, ba- please. Baron is... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Baron is going to spend a standard action to clear his gun of the misfire. It is now clean and ready to shoot again. He's going to spend half of his fly move action to move the 20 of the 40 feet away from the chain. So he has 20 feet away from it. And he's going to move an additional 15 feet up. Does that make sense? I'm splitting the 30 feet of vertical I could have. You're kind of zigzagging a little bit. Okay. So so I'll be 75 feet up and 20 feet away from the chain. Okay. And then as a free action, I... no, fuck. I don't think I can do it. Um, what do you want to do? I wanted to take the. I wanted to like look down at my holster and be like, "Hey, spider thing, get on this gun. Get off that gun. Get on this gun. <laughs> get over here. Son of a bitch. Get over here." Because that because the slate spider can prevent misfires for a minute a day, uh, which might be very useful in a life or death situation like this battle is. Um, right. I think you said like it was special when I first got it. Yeah, it's special and it's tied to that gun. I, I'm not sure how the. The figurine of wondrous power actually works, but the the one you got in my estimation, it, it's tied to the gun that it was the way to. you imagined it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. 
then I will not do anything. That is my turn. I'm in position, though, to give covering fire to Dalgrith as he scurries up the chain. Did you quick clear? I uh, Standard action cleared to oh, save, uh, save the grit for later. Okay. That is Baron's turn. It is Nestor's turn. Nestor is going to take a... Well, actually, first he's going to do Blood Reader on the baby scorpion that's attacking that Dalgrith. That he hit? Yeah. Uh, it has 19 hit points left. <laughs> okay, good to know. <laughs> oh, beautiful. All right, so... And there's two others attached to the chain right now. Okay, so he is... He's going to do... He's going to do full attack. Okay. So, you have to do a hover check. If you don't move. Oh, yeah, good point. What's Which the DC? I don't... I think it's DC 15. And does he get a bonus to his fly with the fly spell on him? That's a good question. Let's look. Because I can't imagine Nestor inv- invested it's, a ton of points in fly. The I subject don't. gains a bonus on fly skill checks equal to half your caster level. So you get a plus seven to fly. Okay. okay. And what's the hover DC? 15. 15. All right. I'll give it a shot. Uh... 10 on the die. I have a 6 fly. So, you're so good. Yeah. So you're 23. Good. Okay. If you had failed, would you descend? I think that's what happens. Descend at half speed or something, now. yeah. I don't want that. Okay. Just something to look at in case someone does fail that. But you succeeded. Take your full attack. Okay. So first shot against... Actually, first multi-mini shot is going to be against the one of the lower scorpions that I haven't hit yet. Um, oh, Okay. So I'm going to fire that off. So that is first one, uh, and he's going to study target on that one, and that is 33 to hit. Oh, yeah. Okay, and that is 52 points. Oh, 50. I won't roll the climb check to see if it goes on because it's just one shot. It falls off. All right. The chain being pulled taut. Second shot against the one that is that I hit before that is closer to Dalgreath. Uh, Natty 16. That Beautiful. Is, that is yep. another hit. The 27 points of damage. That Kills that. Dead. Nice, Nestor. Nice. Just picking them off. This is like a carnival game for Nestor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My baby. And I'm going to take one last shot at the next one further down on the chain, the baby. Oh, got locked again. Did I miss something or did the mama not go? The mama went. The mama can't climb it. Ah, beautiful. Uh, that is 19. 19 is a hit. Oh, nice. It's a big, big old target. Another 27 points of damage on that one. You hit, but do not kill that one. However, what did you say the DC of the climb was against the damage? The DC of the climb. The DC of the climb. So it has to remake the climb, basically. Okay. Natural one. Yeah! Yeah! Yes! So it falls and takes the appropriate falling damage. And Which I, in this case would be good. 2d6? 2d6. Wait, how much damage did you say you did to it? 27. 27. It has 10 hit points left. 2d6. Oh, oh man. Uh, eight. I rolled an eight. Oh, no. <laughs> but it falls off and boom, hits the ground with oh. two with uh, three hit points left. Oh, two hit points left to its name. Nice. Wow. Huge round this for Nestor. This is <laughs> Like shooting lobsters in a tank, mate. <laughs> <laughs> it is Dalgrith's turn. Dalgrith, what are you thinking? Uh, <clears throat> no enemies on you right now. There are three other babies, though, that could climb, but you're, yeah. what, 60 feet up at this point? He's 60 feet up. Uh, he sees the it go taut. It feels like it's about to uh, to start peeling apart and snapping. The castle's taken off. He's like, we haven't got much time! Uh, I'm going! And he just goes another 40 feet. He get, takes off haste and goes another 40 feet up 
the chain. Okay, so you are a hundred feet off the ground, <laughs> hanging from this chain. And he's looking up. What does he see? As he looks up along the chain, clouds. The base. It oh, just, it just uh, the chain the just disappears into the clouds. This is horrifying. It is. And at that moment, the chain rips out from the bottom of the ground, and the cloud starts taking off with Dalgrith attached to it and the rest of you flying around it. I imagine the three remaining scorpions went to grab at it. A couple of them got on. It lifted up, and they just lost their uh, grip and fell to the ground and exploded. And the mother is sitting there... Just then, the other uh, black, colossal black scorpion with the uh, four giants riding it arrives, and they're reaching up as well. But the cloud has taken off, and all of you are out of combat. Oh, <laughs> man! Oh, my God! Wow. 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 That's a, I mean, for a non-boss battle, that's the longest continuous combat we've ever been. Yeah. Probably for longest real. ever. I'm sure. Now, here's the thing. Oh, man. You're out of combat in the sense that let's let's take a pause here and stop. This thing is up. I'm going to say that it's starting to fly straight up. But if this thing starts to move side to side at all, you're going to have to follow it. So right now it is just pulled up and it's ascending. What do you guys want to do here? You're 100 feet away from the cloud cover. You guys are flying. What do you want to do? Does Dogwraith want to fly? Uh, or do you want to stay on the chain? I'll stay on the chain. Let, let's wait and t- to see if we really need it, just because. Um, okay. Did you hear that? That was a hero talking. Yeah, because I'm saying <laughs> I'm saying save the spell slot if there's a way that uh, you know I don't know, but it could kill him right if something just swoops off and knocks him off. But yeah, that's what I'm but it's unlikely. I can know? send you the broom of flying. I can pull it out, whisper oh, yeah. to it, go to Dalgrith. It'll jump on you. You know what? I'll, I'll stay on the chain. I honestly think I'd rather be on the chain than on the broom. Like, I'd rather have magical flying to prevent me from falling. Oh, the, yeah. The broom I could get knocked off of or something. If some, I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, what if dragons come swooping out or something? If a dragon grabs me midair anyway, I'm, I'm pretty much in trouble. So. so what I really want to do right now is to be able to shoot a Batman-esque tracking device on this chain and leave rest and come back later. <laughs> oh, I kind of <laughs> like that GPS idea. type of stuff. Did uh, you uh, purchase the Batman tracking device? Uh, I, I own <laughs> several. Is it on your character sheet? I own several Christian Bale films. Um, <laughs> so, and that is the Batman I would I like you say I own several Christian rock albums. I do. <laughs> the Scorpions. Wait, no, they're not. Are they Christian they're rock They're not Christian no, rock. No, that would be uh, Striper, striper, striper. Right? striper. <laughs> so wait, scorpions are German. Are we going to go into the castle right now, or into the clouds, and see what we see? Yeah. Okay. In that case, I want to stay on the chain, but just fly close to me. So he's like climbing up, and you guys are just hovering yeah. beside him. What an image! Could you this imagine? This is incredible. Yeah. I want to see this artwork. I know. It's going to be so from cool. the ground at this humongous chain, bigger than anything you've ever seen, bigger than most towns you've seen, hanging down from the clouds, and just these four tiny figures, one on it and three hovering around, it's floating. I love it. I imagine Dalgreth like when it when it really yanks out of the ground. There, you kind of like swing around to the other side, like Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation on the ladder. Had a grit of good grip on it. Uh, yeah, probably jerked like crazy. Yeah, and it's swinging around. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, it yeah. didn't have the same snap like uh, when the uh, 
the scorpion snapped it because it was doing the pulling. It's just a straight pull, and then there was a jerk, and you came back down, and uh, you're still holding on tight. I'm not going to have you roll a reflex save. This thing has taken off, so let's just theater of the mind here. You're climbing, and they're just flying with you. I imagine Metro is, like, spiraling up the chain. Yeah, we look like a helix, a DNA helix going up the side of it. You go another 100 feet or so, and you are about to enter the clouds. (laughs) Do you continue to enter the cloud cover? Perception check? Sure. Absolutely. 25 for... Natty 19. 39. 23. 36. Nothing. You see nothing. You look up, and it's just pure white. The chain's starting to feel moist now. The humidity in the air is getting thicker. Don't forget, I said when you first came in, Metra, that, like, the cloud at some points would rain would be coming out of it. So you're feeling, oh, boy, this is going to increase the climb, DC, I bet, once I get into this cloud. That's what you think to yourself. Uh, The chain's getting wet, but you look up, and it's just pure whiteness. You think once you enter that cloud, you're going to get concealment, which is going to help you in your ascent. Um, But you don't see anything. You don't even see the base of what it's sitting on. So Baron has bonus speed faster than Dalgrith is climbing to be able to keep pace with him and other every other round that we move up either cast detect magic or detect alignment evil as I go up. So I'm going to try to have like my own little radar, my own NORAD <laughs> missile detection system going yeah. on. So Are those standard passive action? sonar? Yeah, well, the so, thing is, sorry, for, so for detect magic, for example, like you'd have to hold it for multiple rounds to zero in on anything. Right. As soon as I think for detect evil. If I detected anything at all, I would stay there for longer, okay. tell everyone to hold. But okay. one round, I'll fly 60 feet straight up. The next round, Damn, I'll 30. You can only do 30, right. yeah. But double moving, I can do 60. No, you can only move half speed going up. Straight vertical. Got it. Yeah, and then if you take your standard to cast, then you'll have to roll a hover check. It's not a bad idea. I don't think you can do it right now under the circumstances. No, no, sorry. You don't have to roll a hover check. If you go straight up? Yeah, you only have to roll a hover check if you're not moving. Oh, if you don't move. I'm sorry. Okay. So you would take a standard to go 30 feet up and then another... A move, move, rather, and then a standard to cast a test. Just cone in front of us as we go up. All right, so you're going to move pretty much at Baron's pace because that's going to slow down the pace. If, you can, if you're only going 30 feet. Right. Uh, but you're going. And sometimes it sways to the right, and so you're following it as well. You go into the cloud cover, and it's just white. It's like being up in a fucking plane. You're just... Everything around you is white. You can't even see your allies as well as you did a second ago. It's got to be so creepy. You're 200 feet from the caldera floor when the chain was still attached. Right as you go into the clouds, you look down one more time before you lose sight of the ground. And at this point, you might be 300, 400 feet up. The castle is ascending. You go into the clouds, maybe never to see Galarian again. Keep moving up. Yep. Uh, Detect magic, detect evil. Nets nothing every 60 feet. Detecting magic, nothing. And I just want to take this opportunity to remind you that I know that this won't affect the cloud cover or anything, but I have constancy of see invisibility. Okay, good. Can you see anything else? Can you see, like, on the uh, shadow plane? No, not at the moment. You can see... You don't have true seeing. I don't have true seeing. Okay. Uh, All right, so I just want to keep track of how far up we're going here. So you're, you're 200 feet up the chain, and then you go up another 60. Nothing. Want to do another, uh, another 60? Yep. Go up another 
another 60 a couple rounds later. I say we stop, make camp here. <laughs> Base camp yeah. before we lose the light. You see a little bar, there's a little bar in the middle of the chain. Oh, it's happy hour. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. Little, little ski. Yeah. <laughs> pack in, pack out. So then it's like you cut to the, 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 the four of us is hovering, like drinking beers. <laughs> And then we just keep going. And then we cut to people. We have a fold-out hover chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're 320 feet up the chain. I'm going to try for another 60 there, a couple rounds later. Before we do, I, as we go up, notice Dalgrith maybe having some labored breathing and maybe dropping bits of uh, blood yes. onto the chain. So Baron will reach into his haversack of divine spells and uh, pull out a cure moderate to begin with which will heal him for 20 points of healing on the first one amazing do you need more yep the second one will be for another 20 points of healing amazing Uh, I am 19 down now okay I will do one more Actually, now I'm going to use my cure lights because I have more of those. Uh, that is. Oh, four. wait a minute. This is like round by round, so let's. Okay. Yeah. Got it. So that was two of which we were not detecting magic, okay. but moving up. Not detecting magic, but moving up or or I'll floating detect- around, so you didn't have to hover. I'll detect magic. Okay. Keep moving. And the third round, as we get there, if he's allowed to cast, again. which would then be sixty, uh, ninety feet. Yep. So you're not moving straight up. You're kind of going thirty out, thirty. No, like we're going thirty straight up. Okay. So in three rounds, we go 90 feet. Right, okay. But each round, a standard action, he's healing Dahlgrith. Gotcha. All right, so you get 350. You get to... I was doing 60, so I was just, like, skipping around. You get to 380. Right when you get to 400. God. Everybody roll a perception check. Oh, no, I don't like this already. 38. Um, 18 39 21 Can't see anything in the clouds You look up, nothing You feel like maybe you can see like the rocky base That this thing is sitting on Peeking through But it's just covered, surrounded in clouds You're starting to see a little bit more of it The further you go up At that moment Metra hears And all of a sudden a ballista bolt comes flying at Dalgrith. What? Roll for initiative. Oh, oh come on. Man. We can't see them. How do they see uh, us? How do they see you? I'd like to uh, use Pathfinder 2nd Edition rules and take my perception roll as my initiative. Thank you. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. I don't even know. I don't even know. Baron, what'd you roll? 30. 30. Ooh. Nestor. Uh, it would be 15 volt Nesta coin. Nesta coin. Dalgrith. 25. 25. Metra. 28. 28. You're 400 feet up. There is X amount of feet left until you, until things change. You are completely concealed, yet something directly pinpointed you, Dalgrith. Let's see if it hits you in the surprise round. Oh, and this is a good time to point out one of Grant's mistakes in the past, which is that I have been applying for the last couple episodes my defensive training 
two rounds when I'm flat-footed or with touch AC. Defensive training against giants, giant subtype attacks, is a dodge bonus, so I would not be able to apply said bonus while I am denied uh, bonuses to dexterity. So, May have affected the Titarian fight when the gunslinger got the jump on you. It is possible, we'd have to go back and listen to the tape, that those four bullets would have hit you. But hey, hands off the chest piece. But that would that also goes for, uh, I don't think Joe's been doing it, but that goes for his defensive training as well against Giants. Keep that in mind, Joe. Flat-footed, you're climbing so your AC is different. Here it comes. My AC is not different when I climb. I don't like your because tone. Because I have a speed. <laughs> okay, here it comes. 17 to hit. Miss. Not even close. It is close if I'm flat-footed because of the surprise round, but I have improved uncanny dodge. It says I can't be flanked. You can't be caught flat-footed. Uncanny dodge, you can't be caught flat-footed. So what's improved uncanny dodge? You can't be uh, flanked. You really can't be. You can't be flanked, uh, and nobody can get sneak attack against you unless they're four more rogue levels higher than you. Prerequisites must have been fooled before. (laughs) (laughs) Won't be fooled again. (laughs) Won't be fooled again. So if I'm remembering correctly, uncanny dodge, you cannot be caught flat-footed. You cannot be caught flat-footed, nor do you lose your dex bonus to AC if the attacker is invisible. Okay. Wow. So then, yeah, it is a miss by quite a bit, especially if it was shot by a giant. So then he never has to take away his defensive bonus, defensive training bonus. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Do you always get your dodge bonus from defensive training? I didn't know that that was a rule until you brought up to me. I didn't know it until somebody had written something else. Yeah. Yeah. So I never thought about that as a dodge bonus, which it is. But um, you can't be caught flat footed. I can't be caught flat footed. Doesn't affect you. That's cool. But touch attacks would still deny it. I wonder what Baron's sure. 15th level feat would be. Actually, no, can you take... That's a rogue talent. Well, I don't know. You well, probably take a feat that gives you a rogue talent, and then you could take... Baron's got to survive. I don't think you can just take Uncanny Dodge as a feat. I don't, I don't think, think so either. Yeah. Um, but there's like a feat you can... There do might, a little I feel rogue like dip. A feat, you can do a rogue <gasps> dip, but you can also... The classic seven levels Inquisitor, <laughs> seven level Gunslinger, one, one level rogue. rogue. <laughs> I start yeah. getting that sneak attack on the gunshots. <laughs> I could be misremembered, but I feel like there's a feat you can take that gives you access to rogue talents. There are... Like I, ha- I can do that. That's a yeah. slayer, but I don't know. I was actually going to take the illusion dip to uh, join <laughs> Sir Darlene on uh, House Husky. Oh, man. So romantic. It's round one. But here's the thing. You don't see anything. You are 400 feet up this chain. You can kind of see a rocky base emerging, but everything is concealed. So five feet away from you, you can see, okay. Anything beyond that is... It's hard to really make it out. And this ballista bolt came out of the clouds. Now, you know siege engines take a while to load up and and redo. How long? How many people? How many ballista bolts? You don't know. One came flying at you and missed. It's Baron's turn with a 30. Oh, God. Um, So not knowing what's out there, um, I guess the only thing to do is to keep on traveling towards it, correct? So then Baron will move. Um, Yeah, it's like, what was that? If we, almost hit me. You know, if we called, uh, if we're now an initiative, Baron can call down a judgment from Torag, which 
I like to think comes from the ground below because he's the forge father from the power of the earth itself and rockets from the ground into the clouds like a reverse lightning bolt covering him <laughs> with the holy protection of Torag. So that's a swift action. And then he will move the remainder of his uh, double move up towards this thing. Or he'll move once and do a perception in case he can see it and then move again if he can't. All right, so, you, so everyone now is going to be probably at different heights here. So are you 430 feet up? I will have double moved ascending directly. Uh, actually, no, so I'll, I'll move 30 feet up, basically. Okay, so you're 430 feet up the chain. Yep. Uh, Nestor, what do you do? Nestor is, he's basically, he's just going to keep pace with Baron. Okay. He's going to stay about 10 feet away from him, but stay at the same altitude. Okay, so you'll be... Uh, 4.30 as well, or yeah. on the other side of the chain? Yeah, right. No, just looking at this. Just Nestor and Baron yeah. flying on opposite sides of the chain. Yeah, just like peering, just trying to get a glimpse of whatever shot this thing. Dalgrith. Wait, He's, I, I rolled higher than Dalgrith. Oh, I'm sorry. It didn't sort. Oh, you actually, you Nestor rolled a 15. I did. I forgot to hit sort. So it goes Baron, Metro, Dalgrith, Nestor. So, Nestor, I know what you do. Okay. Uh, it would be Baron, then Metro. What do you do? Uh, and can I do some sort of perception check to trace the source of the sound, the ballistic, like the firing? Would I be able sure. to try and roll a perception, see if you can figure out the trajectory? 30. Up. Okay, <laughs> great. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know it's, it's, it's somewhere up. It's, it's really, it sounded like it came almost directly above you. And it didn't pierce the cloud like the Bahamut Summit in Final Fantasy VII when the <laughs> spear goes through the clouds and the sun comes out. <laughs> I don't appreciate that reference because I don't understand it. Okay. Uh, Metra, do you fly up to 430 as well, or do you do a little angular move? No, Metra's going to fly over to Dalgrith and cast fly on him. Good idea, because I think they may be able to detect you on the chain, and that's why I shot at yeah, uh, uh, like a tremor sense. That's what I was thinking. All right, yeah. so Metro will stay at 400 feet then, because that's where Dalgrith is. Yeah. And it is Dalgrith's turn. Such a shame. That they, like, discourage the one, like, incredibly dangerous and clever way of getting up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. just like, I mean, you can that's what triggered you it. Want. Yeah, you don't know what triggered it, though, so. Yeah, no, we don't. Uh, no. Thank you, Metro. No. I could have done it. Uh, <laughs> he is going to continue. He'll push off the chain. Oh, okay. So he will release and just sort of like start flying up. Okay. So do you fly 30 feet up as well to be like triangular with Baron and Nestor? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Dalgrith flies to 430, and this is where it would have and been Nestor's turn. He's going to draw out uh, his light crossbow. Draw out his light crossbow. Wonderful. All right. So Baron, Nestor, and Dalgrith are 430 feet up flying around this chain. Metra is 30 feet below you, having just cast fly on Dalgrith. Round two. It is Baron's turn. Gosh, it's uh, it's another uh, 30 feet up, kind of switching places. You could also cast that heal now if you wanted to. That okay. you didn't get to cast. I'll, I'll, cast I'll cast a quick heal on my buddy. Uh, nice. 13 points of healing. Beautiful. Standard heal. Kind of like a, like a double helix, Nestor and Baron, kind of DNAing our way up this chain. We'll move to the other side as he moves up 30 feet. Okay, so Baron up to 460. And just for uh, my understanding of the environment, it is daytime, right? Like, we can't see, but it's like light out and there's yeah. clouds. It's light out, yeah. It's it, They're not dark clouds right now. I'm picturing this, so, like, it's white clouds. You know, it's, it's like a overcast white clouds, and you know it's like a midday sun, like, beating down. You know it's just over the cloud cover, yeah. that kind of bright light haze. He's like kind of penetrating through it. 
Oh, it also kind of hurts your eyes and can be very disorienting. Yeah, even though it's overcast, it's well, like. Luckily, we have the chain. You yeah. guys see, I switched the to the picture on. Uh, yes. On roll twenty there of the yeah. podcast, so the sort of artist rendition. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Joe's got a great point there with the chain because that's why uh, airplanes have horizon tools because it's oftentimes difficult to ascertain where your orientation is relative to the ground. Yeah. So there are aeronautical instruments designed so people don't constantly like drive their plane and. The, the wrong thing. So. Artificial horizon. Yeah. It is Metra's turn. Metra, you are now 60 feet away from Baron, who is the furthest one up, 30 feet away from your other buddies. Everyone flying now, no one climbing. What do you do? I'll continue to go straight up. Okay, so you'll go another 30, and you'll be at 430. This is so much fun. <laughs> uh, Dalgrith, what do you do? Dalgrith is going to load his crossbow and go another 30. So only one shot. Maybe releasing the chain was it? Maybe it takes a couple yeah. rounds to reload. It's so big. Yeah. Was it a huge? Was it the same size bolt as that came from the tower? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, yes. Very, very large. Huge, huge bolt. Yeah, it might be a full round action. For if, that them to load it. Hit, if that had hit you on the chain before she cast fly, that might have been it. Yeah. Might have yeah. enough damage to just. Oh, I was very, very ya. frightened. Oh, I could picture that just taking it with you. Bye, Dalgrith. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are good with fly uh, length of the spell, yes? Yeah, it should be 14 minutes, Minutes right? per level. Okay, 14 minutes. Yeah, and we're keeping you in initiative so it doesn't uh, go out before you reach the top, wherever the top is. Uh, okay, Nestor. I am going to go another 30 feet up. Just keep stay at the same elevation as Metro. Okay, yeah, you don't see anything, so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Round three. Another bolt comes flying out. This time it goes after... Oh, let's see who it fires at. Got what here? Four PCs? Dalgrith again. Oh, no. (laughs) Dalgrith. All right, so... See if it hits you while you're flying. Is your AC change while you're flying? Probably not. Um... No, I don't see why it would. Okay. That is going to be a 22 to hit. Miss. Yeah. Miss. Dodge is out of the way. <laughs> Curves his shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, like an airplane. Yeah, arcs your Dodges back. it. Yeah. It's flying out of the way. Baron, what do you do? Are you still down, Dalgrith? Would you like any more healing? No, down four points, so let's rock and roll. Okay. I mean, I could use some healing, but I can wait. Uh, no, uh, there's I, not I'm beneath you. Oh, you're beneath me. Oh, dang! Don't say that, man. Uh, <laughs> don't uh, talk about my friend that way. You guys are all the same, man. Uh, okay, then. Um, dang. <laughs> Baron dang. will continue to move upwards. Then um, getting up to four ninety. Getting up to four ninety. Okay, metro sixty feet away from you. Um. um Yep, and I think, uh, well, that's preemptive and a waste of a spell slot. That is all Baron will do. Okay. Perception check, if it makes any difference, probably doesn't at this point. Still can't see anything. Got it. Uh, Metra, speaking of spell slots, you've used quite a few. Quite a few. during the old caldera. It is your turn. Continue to helix my way up. Helix your way up, and you are now 460 feet. Dalgrith. 60 feet. Straight up. You can only go 30, right? 
I can double move. Oh, we, oh, yeah. oh yeah, I could double move too. Oh yeah, right? we haven't been doing that. Cause... Oh, I've just been half moving because I drew out my crossbow and then I loaded my crossbow. And... Oh, I see. Well, uh, Baron was doing standard actions and then moving, and Nestor was purposely staying with him. But now you could double move. Yeah, so you can double move and go sixty feet up. Great. Right. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do two of us a little further ahead, just to. All right, that'll get you right up to where Baron is now. Great. Uh, so Nestor, it is your turn, and you are thirty feet away from Baron and Metra. Uh, I'm gonna do a just get close up with them and I'm going to ready an action knock an arrow in case I, if I see an enemy I'm going to fire. Okay. Alright, so 490. You're right next to them. You're ready in action. If you see something, you fire. It is Dalgrith. Uh, I skipped Dalgrith. It would have been you and then Nestor. Sorry. What do you do, Dalgrith? You know what? I'll just get with the party. Just okay. move with the party. Alright, so you're all at 490. Okay. No, I didn't skip you. I just ignored writing it down. All right, so you're all 490 feet up this chain, surrounded by cloud cover. There's got to be an end to this soon, isn't there? Yeah. New round, round four. Baron, what do you do? Uh, Baron will reach out to presumably within arm's length Metra to heal her. Okay. Four, 13 points of healing. Nice. Okay, uh, Every once in a while, as the clouds move around you, this cloud castle is moving as well. You see the rocky base, this upside down, uh, well, actually, no, it's a cone shape, kind of like an ice cream cone, and the uh, ice cream is the castle. You can see it through the clouds around you. Um, well, like a, a mountain hanging down from the sky. Yes, yes, an upside down mountain. And you know, there's that um, strange perception, not trick, but change that happens as you see a mountain in the distance and then you get closer to it. And what seemed impressionistic from a distance turns into these crags and details. Yeah. We're starting to see it in higher resolution and like, oh, could I go there? Is that maybe someplace I could grab? It's interesting. Baron moves another 30 feet up to get to 520 feet. 520 feet up. It is Metra's turn. Uh, I will keep pace with Baron. Holding my breath every round. (laughs) Metra moves 520 as well. How far can you see in concealment? No more than five feet in front of you? Correct. Right? Okay. Um, It is Dalgrith's turn. Same thing. He'll either stay with the party or go no more than 30 feet ahead of them. Okay. Do you want me to choose? Uh, so I'm just wanting. If I'm with everyone right now, or you can go to 550. I, if I'm with everyone right now, I will go 30 feet ahead of them. Okay, so everyone's 520. And I'll do the same thing and I'll ready in action to fire if I see an enemy. Okay, Nestor, you go to 520 as well? Yeah. Okay. Uh, next round, round five. You hear a bolt. Sounds like every two rounds. Is that the pace? This one's coming at Metra North. Oh. This, is the, this is the AC we were worried about here. Do you still have your images up? In fact, I do skip. Nice. Ah, uh, so you're fine. <laughs> How long do those last, you set of a gun? Minutes per level. Okay. All right. Let's see if it hits. Uh, all right. That is going to be a 26 to hit. That does hit. Now, rolls. There are seven of me. There are seven of you. Good Lord. Uh, it's not the type of thing, like in second edition, like if I got close, I'd kill you? No, I don't know. Troy, are you uh, doing that thing where you know you yes, don't have Yes, that's it? exactly <laughs> what I'm doing. <laughs> uh, Alright, so 26 to hit. There are seven of you. So I'll roll uh, fucking, what, a D10? Let's roll a D8 and re-roll on a D8. Or, and re-roll roll on, on an, an eight. 8. Okay, so... Seven is Metro. Seven is Metro. Six. So you Not destroy six images. Six images. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> wow. Brutal. Very lucky roll. <laughs> yeah, so just boom, one of your images disappears. Uh, Baron, your turn. You're 520 feet up this chain. Uh, Baron will move to a gentleman's. Well, he'll move 30 feet first. And if he sees anything or gets out of concealment, if he's still in concealment once he gets to 550, he will move to 580. Okay, so you move to 550. You can't see more than five feet in front of you, but the sounds that you've been hearing sound a lot closer. You hear like... That sounds a lot closer. Wherever this ballista is, you feel like you're a lot closer than you were uh, a couple seconds ago. But they're grumbles rather than an, even because like, we all have giant capability. Right. It's, we it's can't still too far it. away to Got understand it. it yeah. Okay. Uh, then Baron will move uh, to 580. 580. Okay. Metra. I'll keep, I'll keep pace. All right. So Metra will double to 580 as well. Dalgrith. 580. 580. Mister, we're going to break the house. 580. All right. This is the round where everything changes. Round six. Baron, what do you do? 610 to start with. Not even. Because at 600 feet, you reach an anchor point. (gasps) Where the chain is anchored directly into the rock surrounding the mountain. Oh, no. Now roll a perception check. Absolutely. Uh, crack die. Uh, 24. 24. You look up, and there is a platform extending from the base of the castle, resting atop this upside-down mountain. And up there, you see figures moving about. Huge figures. And you see the point of a ballista, another bolt, ready to fire. What'd you roll for the perception? 24. 24. About 30 feet away, you see a hole entering into the rock itself, (laughs) like a propulsion vent, and steam is coming out of it. Okay. You've only moved 20 feet to get to that chain. How far away was that hole again? 30 feet. So I'll get to the edge of the propulsion hole, what you just described as a propulsion hole, mm-hmm. and will I don't want to get in front of it in case it, like, blows me away. I want to get, like, to the edge of it so I can put my hand in front of it to see if it's, like, something I could move against. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so you get to the edge of it, you can stick your hand inside of it. And it doesn't, like, rip my arm off or anything. No, nope. it's wet in there. You feel the, the moisture from the clouds. You don't know if this is part of the mechanism that moves it, but it's very moist in there. I am uh, going to um, flavorly be waving at my party silently by that hole. I don't They can't see you, but you're once, just going to keep Once they waving. move up, yeah. like I'm, I'm, I'm uh, landing an airplane with the kind of wavy neon lights thing. I'm just trying to wordlessly get them to follow me without letting the giants know, hey, we're going into this place if they can't see me. I don't know if we're under an undercrop or something. Metra. Uh, I will go up, see what Baron sees, roll my perception check, and then head over to the hole. Head over to right where Baron was. All right, yeah. so you're both floating outside of this propulsion duct. Metro will join Baron in his semaphore. 
<laughs> We're colored. Dogrith gets to the anchoring point and loses his allies. Can't see anyone and flies in the opposite direction. Thirty feet. <laughs> uh, he'll fly over to the steam vent as well. Fly over to the vent as well. And uh, was that a double move? Yeah. Okay. Well, twenty up. No. Thirty over. Yeah. So why aren't you guys doing anything else? You were just waiting? Oh, that's a double move, right? Yeah. Oh, no. That no, no, because we went over. Yeah. But you went 20 up. Which is, so that's move. 40. You but you can only go 30 up. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, no. So if you went 10 up, uh, we went 20 up. That's 40. Up. That leaves 20 to go. So you're 10 feet away. So they're right in front of the vent. You guys are 10 feet away from the vent. Or you, Dalgrith, are 10 yeah, feet so away. Yeah, so I'll double move to get right next Double move to get right next to them in front of the vent. That's why I wanted to see yep, Nestor. Yep. What about you? Uh, yeah, Nestor's going to fly up, see them over by the moist sky hole. And join them. I knew. I knew you liked that use of the word moist. Uh, so Nestor double moves as well over to the moist sky hole. This propulsion duct. It's open. You could walk right in. It is wet. At that moment, you hear the flapping of wings. Oh no! And then breaking out from atop the platform and flying towards you are two creatures. Two creatures that looks look like the mix of several animals mixed together. Has a bear's torso and a head, clawed oh. ape legs, and a furred tentacle arm. And they shriek out and attack you. It's a flight combat. <laughs> and we'll see you no! next week. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> no. Oh, get in the moist hole. Get, the, get in the moist hole. Shut yourselves in it's the moist hole. <laughs> The Glass Cannon Podcast is a Glass Cannon Network production and is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Giant Slayer is copyright 2015. Giant Slayer and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. All Pathfinder images are property of Paizo and are used with permission. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. On a summer night, Douglas Wagg Jr. lay motionless across a strip of railroad tracks before being struck by an oncoming train. I'm investigative journalist Delia D'Ambra, and my investigation into exactly how Doug died took me into the depths of a bizarre mystery. It was really hard to understand what was fact and what wasn't. A mystery that has led me from one suspicious death to another. Listen to CounterClock now, wherever you listen to podcasts.